Welcome to Ask Cadence, everybody. It's been a, been a little while, but we uh, we are back in the uh, in the seat around the round table. My name is Pete Wright, and I'm sitting here with Jay Christensen. Jay, hello. Good morning, Pete. How good. the heck are you? I'm doing very well. Very well. It's good to see you again. And and a first timer, the patient, the honorable <laughs> Rod Sharman. Rod, how are you? I'm doing great, Pete. How why? are you doing? I'm just sitting here wondering why you never come and, and talk to us on this <laughs> on this show. I'm a man of few words. <laughs> <as you know. laughs> well, well, we'll see about that. <laughs> Uh, we've got us. We're, we're doing a series, doing something a little bit different. Usually, we take on the, the toughest project problems from our uh, our uh, distinguished project management audience. But uh, today, we're we're kicking off the first in a series uh, of uh, of episodes uh, around a conversation uh, that is one that is really seminal to the to the cadence methodology and to what goes on in our classroom. It is is dealing with nineteen techniques for managing people who do not report to you. Now that that seems like a big deal, right? I mean, as a project manager, am oh, I right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Seems like a big deal. It's a huge problem. So we have these 19 topics, and in order to streamline things a little bit, if you've been through the cadence class, these will sound familiar. We're going to bundle them up in a little bit of a different order, uh, but uh, we are going to take on uh, each of these with our distinguished project management expert experts. And uh, and today we're going to start with um, uh, Jay leading us off on on uh, uh, the first few techniques for managing people who do not report to you. Jay, where would you like to begin? Yeah, I'd kind of like to start with uh, formation of the project team and the difficulties that a project manager might have as they are putting together a team. And sometimes what they hear is that people push back when they're being asked to work on a project because they don't know the purpose or the value that the project provides. So a tool that the project manager can use is to link the project to a goal statement to actually show how the project will help the company achieve its goals and initiatives. And this may be an opportunity for the individual, the, the potential team member, to also refresh on the goals of the company and the, <coughs> pardon me, and the organization. So the project manager can use the goals as a vehicle for selling the project, for motivating people, for telling people the compelling reason for doing the project. Because goal statements and uh, the project objective are tightly linked. In fact, when people come up with goal statements, they come up with the question, how are we going to deliver this goal? And there's some ideation, some uh, generation of ideas that occurs. Then we take the best of those ideas and put them through the project life cycle, managing the good ideas with the project objective. Every objective that we do should relate back to the goals of the organization. This then helps the project manager establish uh, the focus for the project and then link it to the goals of the organization. So there, there, in terms of a project manager's responsibility to the project here, they're taking, creating a platform, a foundation for a project management discussion to take place with these managers with whom they're going to have what kind of discussion? A resource allocation discussion. Resource allocation. So yeah. what we're trying to do is avoid the, the is, is mitigate a, polit a potential political response with a discussion about the priorities for the company. Am I right, Ron? You are right, and there is also the situation where people find themselves having difficulty in actually linking uh, their project they have in front of them to the corporate goal because or it, it always feels as if their project is just a little piece of activity that's going on 
and they cannot see a logical link to the goals of the of the corporation, which may be at a much broader kind of uh, uh, statement. So it, it's there that people have to be able to, and the project manager has to try and see where the link is, which might be more clearly shown as a link to a specific program that they're undertaking a program that's made up of several projects and we're talking about one of those projects within the program and then they have to try and then say well okay we have the program why are we doing this program as a company ah well it's to to support this given long-term mission statement so what you're doing is doing the linking through the programs and the portfolios to the goals to ensure people see the connectivity and the value of their specific project. And to put another refining uh, statement here as well, uh, let's say that the project manager goes to the a functional manager for a particular discipline, a discipline that's needed on the project, and the functional manager identifies a person in her department that she will assign to the project. So then the project manager, uh, their next step is to visit the person that the function manager has identified. At that point, the project manager may also get additional pushback from this person mm -hmm. because she, excuse me, the person that uh, her manager identified uh, uh, doesn't see the connection yet. So the project manager still needs uh, to not only explain the purpose of the project and fit the goals to the manager, but to the person that the manager is assigned to the project. So you're, you have to, you're, you're having this, really this inspirational conversation on two levels. The first one is with the manager of the team, potential team member that says, your role here in this project, this potential project is to support the company goals. And your, the way you do that is by giving me the right people from your team, right? Correct, yes. Okay, and yeah. with the, the team member, you have to sell them on just wanting to come to work and work on this project. Well, you're also going to try to encourage the functional manager to be selling that aspect to that uh, individual as well in terms of the link to the goal, not just have a person come to you if you're the project manager who has just been assigned. The functional manager understands the value, but they're just coming to you as a body. Well, you're going, to, you're going to have a job, obviously, to get to sell the, the goals to them, but you'll hope that some of the pipe will have already been laid by the functional manager. This is sort of a Pied Piper discussion, right? Yeah, I mean, everyone well. you come in contact, you want to leave in more inspired than the, than the last, right? right. right. And uh, to build on Rod's point, ideally, what would, what would be fantastically ideal is for... <laughs> is for in Wonderland. <laughs> is for the functional manager and the person that they're going to assign to the project and the project manager, all three meet. And at that point, yep. then, the functional manager uh, informs the person that they're assigning to the project why they're being assigned. And it gives the functional manager an opportunity to explain to the individual how this project may help them accomplish their career goals in addition to help the organization accomplish its goal. So it's a win-win for, for all. I think that's a very important point that Jay just raised there because Re, you know, we can talk in principle here that some people say, well, that's fine in theory, you're going to talk corporate goals. One of the things I've found is that uh, many times you start off uh, talking with people, they're not even aware of what the corporate goals are. They're, they're there to do a job. They're, that's mm -hmm. their thinking. Their personal th uh, motivation is they need a paycheck. That's why they're going to work. So sometimes, despite the approach of trying to drive, which has to be done, to connect it to the corporate goals, some people are going to be 
basically disengaged in, in that approach. So you've got to look for some other techniques. And then what you need to think about is, well, what are going to be the personal benefits of this to this individual? Their career, as Jay was saying, getting into a new technology, the opp opportunity to learn more about the company, promote their own career, etc. So you've got to be able to adjust and listen to the individual to understand what is it that's going to motivate them. So you can, in a way, then start linking their personal goals with the corporate goals to get those kind of linkages. And you've got to help them see those things. They won't see them necessarily on their own. Yeah, a couple of things to springboard off of there too. And sometimes it even requires the project manager to tactfully and diplomatically um, interview is not the right word, but it's the right idea, where they can uh, sit down with the individual to understand what their personal aspirations are, what their personal um, goals are, if the function manager doesn't un uh, help the project manager understand how this project will uh, help the individual meet their career goal. So uh, what I'm saying in another way is the project manager sometimes, sometimes needs to get into an investigative role to find out how this project could benefit an individual That's by talking right. to the ind individual and asking them what their aspirations are. I just want to ask one one question, uh, and, and I know it's probably uh, one of those proverbial rat holes, so bear with me. Where does this process go south? Where does it go wrong? If you're a project manager, what are the red flags that you need to be looking, uh, looking out for that what you're doing and how you're communicating with both the functional manager and the team member in this process is just not working well? Yeah, here's, here's a thing that I encounter, and it's a surprising event, and that is when people are given a project, many times what they don't get is the business value behind the project. They're just told to do the project. Correct. I don't know how many workshops I've been a part of where people struggle with explaining and, and putting down on paper why would the organization take on this project. Mm -hmm. So when the project manager is given a project assignment, one really bad rat hole is the sponsor or the manager who made the assignment doesn't inform the project manager of the business value and the purpose. So the project manager has nothing to work with in terms of going to individuals and asking for their support. The project manager, if they don't get uh, the business value stated when the project assignment is made, they need to seek it out to interview the sponsor and the manager or the organization, uh, key players, to s understand why this project is being done. Before you even reach out to the first uh, team member or exactly. function manager. Well, it also drives from that principle that we uh, teach is that support comes from understanding. Now, ultimately, when you're looking at a project activity, you want everybody to be supportive of it, and the, uh, establishing understanding goals is the first step. But support isn't going to be enough. Being supportive doesn't get the game won. So what you've got to move it from is support, move the support into commitment. Now, that's another technique that we, we talk about later, but what it raises for me is one of the key things is that often a project man manager under pressure from management to get the project done um, assembles a team very quickly or more commonly is told who is going to be on their team and they rush into a planning event to try and get the project planned. That sort of urgency is always there. That I think is a rat hole that the project manager can fall into because what they have to do is take the time out 
to have those one-on-one -on -one discussions with the individual team member with, as Jay said, and I totally support that, with their, their functional manager present. I also suggest, and also just one-on-one -on -one with the individual team member to get them aligned. Now, for a team to be fully effective, you have to have a common goal and common understanding. So here again, one of the things that can help eliminate that problem is right at the beginning of that day, the kickoff of the project, when you're all sitting in that room and going to say, we're going to plan this project. Well, one of the first things a project manager could do is to take 15 to 20 minutes and facilitate a general discussion of why are we doing this project. So now we get everybody expressing their understanding of why the project is being done. What are the goals that are being supported? And my experience in facilitating those kind of activities is often you will almost get as many responses as people in the room. Now, until you get a common platform to springboard into the project from, you're all going to be going in different directions. So it's really good for people not only to be able to express their own view why we're doing the project, but also hear other people's view so that we can come to a common ground where we understand what it is all about. And it doesn't mean that you have to end up with a written statement that we all adhere to. That's in a way is going to come out of the objective, but it's a common understanding of the purpose of doing the project. So at least you know when you hit that objective, people are going to agree with it. Yeah, and to support what Ron said, uh, during this discussion of defining what the purpose of the project is, the project manager can un, uh, discover a ton of issues uh, that people would have about the project, have with each other, and watch the interaction, because this is the first opportunity in some cases to see some interaction among the team members, and that would be um, a, a good place to look for clues as how these folks may or may not uh, fit together uh, ultimately. Yeah. Many of these people are going to, uh, when they're asked that question in a general foreman, forum, are often going to be thinking to themselves or expressing their opinion that says, well, you're the project manager, why don't you tell us why we're doing this project? And one might, might say, well, isn't that reasonable? Well, the answer could be yes, it can be reasonable, but I want people, if I'm the project manager, to buy into it by coming from them. What is coming from inside them as opposed to just being told? Sure. You know, I'm going to stop you there because you just teased the next episode of what we're going to be talking about. And you did it so brilliantly that I don't even feel like I need to embellish it. Uh, this has been a great discussion, gents. Thank you so much for, for delving into this. And we will uh, we'll pick it up uh, next week. Uh, thank you all for downloading and listening. This has been Ask Cadence.